0: I'm a mess I do my makeup in the car Pulling up 6.30 when I told you 6 o'clock I admit
1: I'm always about to fall apart But you would never notice Cause I make you
0: think I'm not You're saying no it it's Tuesday, it's sunny. It's Monday. Not when they hear it. Oh, you're right. My bad. Okay, rude. I'm just kidding.
1: But what if it's not sunny tomorrow?
0: Ooh. Well, we're going to do like we did last week. It's too, well, actually. I <laughs> Take <didn't>, two. <laughs> we've had too many take twos. <laughs> um, well, now this is brought to you by the local weather. Tomorrow is also supposed to be, oh, the exact same thing, sunny and 62 both days. Oh, perfect. Okay. The hey, Lord. happy Tuesday. <laughs> it's a beautiful sunny day. It's a beautiful sunny day. It is going to be 73 on Thursday, and my little heart couldn't be any warmer. It literally warms my heart. Mm.
1: I'm, I'm good with 73. I'm,
0: I'm trending into the spring where I really come alive and get even more annoying because I'm just a happier person all around. The birds are chirping. I've got grass starting to flourish. I'm happy with spring. I'm really, I am. I'm, I'm, Do you know until I had a dream the other day? I went outside on my deck. Y'all, I swear to God. And all these flowers—I don't have that many flowers around my deck, actually. I just it's bushes, but they are gardenia bushes, and they smell lovely when it's spring. But I walked out on my deck, and there was blooms of flowers everywhere. That was like—that's what i Yes, that's what I'm thinking You're about. Sick. I know. <laughs> but uh, man, we have quite the
1: show this week. You know, oh, we do good. Good programming. You know, per usual, we always put out <laughs> um, a great show. Yeah, we do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we do, but, you know, if people beg to differ, then what are you even here for? Obviously not. You're not on our team. Also,
1: they just, they can't all be winners. So, uh this one is, though. Uh, yesterday, it, it was is. the Super Bowl. It was the Super Bowl. Robbie loved your shirt.
0: He wanted me to tell you oh, that he thought that was funny. Oh, thanks. I'm still wearing it, actually. <laughs> I slept in it. I slept in this actual outfit, then drove Fisher to Gaga's, and then had to run home because Spencer was coming, so I didn't even change. That's the slob that I am. Perfect. I, I love it. Care. But I, the halftime show. So I, I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this because <sighs> I didn't know, like, I don't have any beef. I, I want to clear this up real quick. I don't have any beef with Rihanna. I actually love some of her songs. Like, you guys aren't beefing. it's been four, five seconds from my, I love that song so much. And then Take it's a literally Bow. Literally my least favorite. least favorite. Her ballads for me. No, I'm Take obsessed. a Bow I love. Take a Bow. hmm the- mm.
1: Four or five My, seconds, not for But the me.
0: thing about Rihanna is, I don't know. She's not somebody that, like, is... Uh- entertaining in my brain. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, not like, Oh my God. Like last year obviously was amazing because it was like all of our teenage dreams relived. Yeah. So it's like, we knew going into it, it was going to be like legit. We knew like, you knew it was going to be entertaining. You knew it was going to be high energy and like all that. And Rihanna, great voice, obviously, but I don't know. And then the fact that she was pregnant that like that, I mean, that was the most expensive pregnancy reveal I think ever. Right. And like $10 million uh, for sure. Or something? For sure. So here's the thing. Like, I first of all, I don't think I was
1: thrilled with the performance. Were you? Thrilled. One, I loved the stage and how uh, it yeah, was set up. Most of the time, Super Bowl performances, like the stage is set up so it really accommodates the camera mm-hmm. for TV, yeah. not the stadium. Like that's if you're there, the halftime show just is not designed for you. Right. But I love the visibility of it. Mm-hmm. I thought that the, the moving stage and the simplicity of it uh-huh. was great. I thought it was a power move that she didn't bring anybody else out. Yeah. Um, She brought her baby out. She brought her baby out. Rihanna, for me, like, there, Rihanna, it's just all bops for me. Like, there's not a song of hers that I don't love. And I was, like, her, it's a nostalgia thing for me with her, too. Like, her albums, I listened, the first time I drove, well, my, like, bar days when I was still living in Michigan, like, yes, it was all about Rihanna. I listen okay. to her albums all the time. And then when I, she had come out, Oh God, what album was it? It was the album that has like unapologetic, uh, like Te amo, all these, I can't Russian roulette. I can't think of the name of the album, uh-huh. but I listened to that album start to finish over and over the uh-huh. first time I ever drove out to New York when I was getting ready to move there. Okay. And on the way back and like, I introduced like all my friends to that album, like once I moved to New York. I don't okay. know. So it's a nostalgia thing yeah. for me too. I just thought it was so fucking good. Hey. And I will slander anybody who says that she lip synced.
0: Oh. Okay, like so my husband. I didn't see. Well, I've seen people saying that today, but I didn't know that she lip synced last she night. Didn't. It didn't seem like she did. Okay. She
1: sang. Oh. That's what I thought. She's just actually good but you could tell she's sang. like of course she was singing over a track they yeah. all but there were moments
0: where you could hear it was clearly her voice and not a track well when she first came out she was standing there at one point and she was singing she what she physically wasn't singing it was the track singing but then she did like I thought she totally sang I didn't that I didn't know she, she did she and did people it, are like but... oh my god she should have at least
1: She did sing.
0: Like I did uh, see a lot of people sing every
1: word, but nobody does. Lots of people don't sing.
0: Listen, I can't really talk too much shit because when I was pregnant, I was out of breath sitting and she did perform. Like she did I mean, I can't even sing. So therefore she already wins, but (laughs) I don't know. Just underwhelming, I guess, as it wasn't like entertaining, I guess, to me. It was very underwhelming. You know, like the the Marshmallow men back there bopping and driving. Or... Oh my god, see, and I oh. felt so opposite. Yeah, I felt like it was very absolutely brilliant.
1: See, that's I thought it was so smart.
0: Yeah, no, I love that but it true. was
1: simple. I love that you gotta. She's a, she's a billionaire businesswoman, yeah, who doesn't do music anymore. She was so calm and cool and like just out there having fun mm-hmm. because she could. She doesn't Mm -hmm. need music. Think about it. Think about what an amazing that feeling that has to be to know you are so established in your life in other ways, Mm -hmm. but so revered for your talent that people can just. I knew the memes were going to be.
0: I knew the memes were going to be. Oh, the memes are going to be great. Well, I was waiting last night. I was texting. Me and Boosh were texting back and forth about everything, and I was like, you know, I'm just literally waiting for the memes. In five minutes, you know, they're going to start generating out because people are so smart. But I had forgotten that Rihanna, after the Kaepernick thing, was like, I'm not going to be in the Super Bowl. I'm sitting. I'm boycotting or whatever. And then, like, in 2019. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, 2019, I guess Maroon 5, she was going to perform. But she was like, nope, not doing it. And then people were like, oh, now. Like, now the price is up. You want to do it? So I wonder what Uh, that was about. I don't know. But she did. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, she um. She stood by Kaepernick when he was doing his kneeling. You know, remember all that? Yes. So she boycotted and she had said that. So then when Maroon 5, I think it was Maroon 5 in like 2019, mm. I read. Um, I they would want asked to perform her, with Maroon
2: 5 either. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, back then I would have. I used to love Adam Levine until we learned what kind of scumbag pig he was or is or whatever. Um, but then, yeah. So I wonder if it was just like, she was like, yeah, sure. I'm pregnant. I need a, I need a pregnancy announcement. I'll do the Super Bowl. Again. Yes. Seems legit. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but I saw that somebody recorded ASAP Rocky, uh-huh. um, like in the audience, like cheering her on. Like Aww. he was videotaping her. I mean, like number one That's fan. Yeah. He was hyping her up so Aww. much, and people kept like coming up to him and they're like, she's awesome. He was like, oh, I know. He's like, like, duh. Yeah, like you could just tell he was just so, like, such a great support for yeah. her and just like the ultimate hype man.
0: And I was like, that's, That's what it you be. want for your baby daddy. Let me tell you, Chris Stapleton killed that national anthem. Amazing. Couldn't even. I had like amazing. When, when they had tears in their eyes and the coach crying and Fisher had it. I have a video of him. He had his little hand on his Stop heart. It. Swear to God, it's so precious. And we all, my mom was here, and so me, Mike, and my mom and Fisher were sitting on the couch. Chris Stapleton, amazing vocalist, amazing songwriter, just super like. I don't want to say it seems like he doesn't try. That's not the right wording. But he's just so effortless in how he sings. He yeah. knew the words. like, And I know that people get really nervous and they do forget the words. And that happens quite a bit yeah, singing our national anthem. Understandable. But he is, he just did it so like melancholy, but like, pra- I don't know. I can't explain it. It was beautiful. Well, he is
1: one of those artists that like, you know, there are some people that change it up and they mm-hmm. experiment with their art, and whatever. Never, right. He is so like steadfast in like he's confident in his skill and right. Where his his like passion comes from and his style of singing and I felt like he he sang it exactly how I would think yep. Chris Stapleton. Exactly. Would it. it was very he on didn't brand try and do anything fancy mm-hmm. or, I mean, it's impressive because it's him and his voice is incredible. I know. And like you feel every word. And that's the thing sings. with him.
0: He's such a soulful person that it doesn't matter what he like Tennessee whiskey. Oh my gosh. I remember Fisher being a baby and we would play that for him and he would mm-hmm. go to sleep. Like he would be crying and it would yeah. stop him. It's like the like, movement sing me the in McDonald's his McDonald's menu. Like Literally. You can sing me anything. I mean, honest <laughs> to God, the alphabet. Can you imagine him singing the ABCs? No. Probably fire. Like, a- that would probably B-C. be number one. Yeah, it's like the, <laughs> the movement in his voice is so incredible. <laughs> and his wife is equally as talented. It's just amazing. But, gosh, that national anthem was so great. Like, yeah. I thought it was so good. And baby face. Still got a baby face. Oh. Told Mike, I said, "Look at him." Nobody knew who he was in the room, and I was
1: like, I was looking around, I was like, "Excuse me, right?" It's babyface. Put some
0: respect on his name. That is babyface. I know that was great too. And then the flyover, the women, like, yes, ma'am. Like, it was a great. I really enjoyed the opening show. Yeah,
1: it was. I mean, listen, it was all good. It was a great game outside of the refs making some really bad
0: calls. Oh my God. Um, Brock is astonished by this. <laughs> That's my favorite thing that anybody with. It's like the refs. We got to blame the refs. Somebody's. It's some somebody's fault. It is.
1: But it was. Were great. you an Eagles? Were you pulling for the Eagles? No, we okay. were pulling for Robbie's numbers. <laughs> oh, okay. I got it. There was no, no Robbie wanted the Chiefs to win. Okay. If he had to pick a team, because just out margin, of principle, like he the... can't have the Eagles winning. Okay. But um, no, he just. He, the Super Bowl, unless the Giants are in it, which is never happening anytime soon, <laughs> uh, he doesn't really care. He roots okay. for his numbers.
0: Well, let's talk about Mama Kelsey. Like uh, I was just going to say she? the Kelsey's of it all. All the all the videos of her and hugging the kid. Oh my, so God, sweet. I love it. So okay, much. are you Team Jason or Team Travis? I think I'm Travis. I, but listen, hold on. This is a thing. Hmm. Mm. You know both. <laughs> you can't you can't have both. <laughs> Selfish. Mrs. Kelsey just, you know, oh rolls way. off. The hey, listen, I'll be happy either way. Both look like real stand-up guys, loving on their mamas, playing some good football. I know.
1: I really so I last night Robbie and I were like on TikTok together as we were laying in bed. Mm-hmm. My entire feed is either uh owls currently currently oh, owls, right. uh this mom talk drama that we're going to get to okay. uh, or the Kelsey's I, and I'm not mad about it, no. but they have a podcast.
0: Yeah. I went to that. And
1: so much of it was clips from it's the so show. Cute. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm dying to listen to
0: this. I know. I they're you know, when they, when Travis did the press conference afterwards and they were asking about beating his brother oh, and he that, got choked that? up. Yes. I was like, that's really precious. I mean, you can tell they have a good relationship Yeah. And, Obviously, if you're that's the true definition of being supportive, um, as a as a friend or brother or whatever, like yeah. being happy either way, you know. And obviously, you're very happy that your team won, but at the same time, it's like to still feel for your it's brother, sweet, yeah, yeah, to still feel that for your brother because you know it's a big deal either way. But I thought that was really precious. There was a moment like after the
1: game where they they came up and they hugged, and the camera caught Jason like hitting him on the arm. Yeah. He was like, "Go celebrate!" And I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's my so God. precious." And um, so. In one of the clips, uh, Travis tells Jason that mm-hmm. the reason he, his number is 87, he picked that mm-hmm. is because that was the year Jason was born. And like he's, yeah, like the ultimate
0: role model for him. And oh my God, stop. That's literally going to make me cry. So, so That's sweet. That's really sweet. So sweet. You know what else I really loved is a lot of players right now are really standing up for their faith in God. And I really love that because yeah. for so long and I know some of you are eye-rolling. I totally get it. But as a Christian, like, it for a little bit, it kind of felt, like, heavy where people didn't really do that or it was, like, really frowned upon. No one really wanted you to talk about it. They didn't want to hear about it. You could do you. But it was just kind of like, okay, cool, cool, cool. But people are really stepping out and, like, showing – this other side of them are giving glory to God for being worth. I think yeah. that's really admirable to be able to do that right now. I think the, I don't disagree. Yeah. I think the issue with like
1: the religious thing, like why, like it got such a weird red like, rep, like mm-hmm. in foot, like football specifically, uh-huh. it, it comes down to Tim Tebow. Like yeah. he was so, and I was, listen, I was right there mocking him. Aww. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Because he was, it was obnoxious the the amount it was i love people that feel connected to their religion yeah. and their faith and like uh, more power to you yeah i do have an issue with people that are so cuckoo bananas uh-huh. the like maddie prue's of it all uh-huh. and like her husband yeah. have you seen the interview that he did
0: i heard about it no i don't follow her or him but fucking weird yeah. i'm sorry there is yeah. there is a threshold. And a, where it Tebow gets, never where it bothered gets me because that's who he is. He truly is not doing it. for. I think some people do it because it, for show. they touch into this realm of it and they get a little bit of, like, acknowledgement. Like, oh, wow, that's so great. And then they kind of take it to a different place. That's not really who they are. For Tim Tebow and for his wife, I follow her on Instagram. Like, that's really who he is. And I thought that was really nice that he did wear the John 316 under his eyes. And I, I remember when I lived in Florida and like the younger guys that I worked with would be like, Oh man, he's like, so cool. I thought that was cool. Cause he had so many people looking up to him. I think now in
1: hindsight,
0: yeah. Yes. I, I think it was genuinely yeah. who he, he was, was the first and connected person to, to really face. come in and do that though. And maybe that yeah. was, you know, maybe it was also like the shock factor of it. And it felt like so in people's faces cause it really wasn't like that before. I don't know. It
1: felt, I mean, it just, it felt like a lot. It felt yeah. like a show. It didn't feel yeah. genuine. I think, as I said, now, in hindsight, I think looking back, yeah. I think it probably was. Yeah. Oh, he lives his life like that, yeah. which is really great. But it just, at the time, it was very off-putting. Yeah. But no, I mean, I I think that we, we should be letting yeah. people express yeah. themselves and their, you know accomplishments through their faith and mm-hmm. you know without judgment well, especially but. if that's what
0: they believe like some of these football players truly sure. believe that they are where they're at 100 percent. so it's like telling someone that they can't do that or making them feel and and i forget who we wouldn't it? do it
1: to other religions no i'm just saying
0: right and if someone feels like they can't give glory where they feel like it, whatever the higher power is for you but like if people feel like oh you can't do that about god you, you can't say that you really shouldn't say that it's really going to turn people off or it's really going to be it's like no anybody whatever and it, you feel, and it might but if you don't care about that yeah then yeah do you and thank you for coming to church today (laughs) hey hey. let me tell you something i was trying to be serious with this turd under my uh vanity chair over here from maggie kept catching my eye did you see me keep looking looking at You said turd you don't see it blending in with the rug (laughs) oh my god (laughs) this is not a sponsored episode by farmer's dog but let me tell y'all something farmer's dogs i've talked to spencer about this before and not to make this about turds but maggie's turds on the farmer's dog are just like little dried up pieces of beef jerky and i'm kind of here for it because it's not runny but she loves Good. farmer's dog anyway so let's move on <laughs> all right well, well let's really jump nasty. into the headlines because we've got a lot to discuss sure do Ugh, my life can get a little hectic sometimes as i know yours can too but like Running around, the weather's also starting to get warm, and Fisher and I both love smoothies. Like, he literally requests smoothies all the time. That's so cute. Yes, it is. And thankfully, Daily Harvest does more so I can do less, which, (laughs) that's kind of our goal these days. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) It's like they got in our brain. Think stress-free meals delivered straight to your doorstep, a.k.a. They have my back. Daily Harvest delivers delicious harvest bowls, soups, flatbreads, snacks, smoothies, lattes, and more. Lattes, I'm speaking your language. Smoothies, they're speaking mine. And they have all those other things too, which I didn't know until I tried the flatbreads. Have you tried a flatbread? The artichoke and spinach yes, flatbread was so good, surprisingly good. And actually, what
1: I wanted to make like a meal of it, uh-huh. I put slices of prosciutto in oh. my air fryer and it crisped them oh, up like these chef. little like... Bacon wads. Oh. And I put it on and I drizzled a little balsamic Oh, I did a little sriracha. Glaze.
0: Oh, that so sounds good, good the um, balsamic. Mm-hmm. Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients, freezes them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients, and they never use artificial preservatives or ingredients. Love that. I am on a fitness journey of the year I don't know in the century the year I'm being practical maybe my subconscious (laughs) I'm turning a new leaf is what I'm saying with nourishing and easy to prep options I never have to think twice about what to eat for my next meal snack or dessert everything stays fresh in my freezer until I'm ready to enjoy it helping me reduce food waste Daily Harvest is committed to human and planetary health,
1: which means they do their absolute best to ensure transparency and integrity when it comes to their ingredients and the humans who grow them. By supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil, and by delivering food in recyclable and uh, compostable packaging, wherever possible, Daily Harvest does the work. I eat and enjoy. It's a win-win. Let Daily Harvest do more so you can do less. Go to dailyharvest.com slash swiping up to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash swiping up for up to $40 off your first box. com slash swiping up. Okay, so the first have us headline: Megan Fox deletes Instagram amid MGK breakup rumors. Yeah, I
0: saw that. So, um, okay, so did you see her post? I on did see Instagram her post. Still active. Well, did you see House and Habit posted that Megan Fox blocked her? no she didn't she deleted her instagram so then oh. so like no megan fox deleted it and that's how i found out but i did see her got post it. about the um lying or whatever like yeah so the account
1: it. removal came just a few hours after the actress removed all images of her fiance mgk from her account That's right they were engaged uh-huh forgot about that remember because he got her the engagement ring that has the spikes inside yes. it so yes. that she would bleed if she took it off yep. which is fucking psychotic uh, that, in the first place yeah that's not not um, great. prompting rumors that the PDA happy pair had broken up,
0: which is crazy. Cause they were just at the Grammys all snuggly wuggly. Weren't they? Yeah. Uh, I didn't see them snuggly wuggly, but maybe really? they were. Oh,
1: so she unfollowed MGK and instead. She refollowed people that he's got beef with Eminem, Harry Styles <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet, which is like so petty and hysterical. Yeah, I, I love, love it. it. Uh, MGK. Oh yeah. Just former beef with, uh, Eminem, blah, blah, blah. Uh, But yeah, so she captioned it uh, with lyrics from Beyonce's song, Pray to Catch Me off the Mm -hmm. Lemonade album. So she said, you can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your... Oh, yeah. I guess they were all over each other. Why does he look like Aaron Carter? He's I don't get his appeal at all. Uh, You can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath. Oof. That's what she... We got to cut with the word. You got to take it. So then someone commented on the post... I guess he's got like a guitar player, a female guitar player. So people, I forget her name, but people said something about, oh, well, I wonder if he hooked up with blah, blah, blah. And she replied to it and said, maybe I did with like a flame emoji. Oh. I mean, you know, she's playing games. But yeah. And so Sunday afternoon, yesterday afternoon, she deleted her Instagram altogether. So
0: interesting mm-hmm. I mean they always seemed like super in love and like just into each other so hardcore which sometimes you gotta wonder if that's like for show you know I mean you're well, in entertainment I so. compared them to Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie yes. At, total vibes lusher sure. lusty yep. and weird wearing each other's blood around your neck and they and drank doing, each other's blood yep, like yep, yep, it was just showy and like yeah trying to be strange yeah not uh, meant for a
1: season, not a lifetime. You know, mm-hmm. I I couldn't see that. How making long did they date, or how long were they
0: together? I don't know. Let's years, see. like two years, maybe. Maybe even longer than that. Wow, that sucks. Oh, M G K. Well, at least it was before they got married. I wonder how she got the ring off. She cut it off. She bled. She probably just ripped that shit off. <laughs> She's like, and we're done, or had it cut. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Um. Okay. Here we go. Hold on. L. Elle has a a complete timeline of their relationship. Oh, okay. Okay, so they met March 2020. Okay. And then May 2020, that's when, like, rumors had come out. Okay. um, And they were spotted without their wedding rings in recent months. Okay. Uh, That's right.
0: She was with Brian Austin Green,
1: right? Yes. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so then May, he said something on a podcast about, like, being better by himself or feeling more like himself alone or something like that. Okay. Uh, May 20th, 2020, uh, MGK released the music video for bloody Valentine. Fox starred in the video. June, 2020. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. June, 2020 photos came out of them like holding hands okay let's move on so it's I been know. like two and a half years then basically yeah. that they were like linked to to each oh other Oh my god whoever dedicated the time to write this article it's like, like they literally things broke are it down separated by, by days wow okay that's, that's a lot we don't much. need, we don't need not, all that i'm not that year. year so nope, mid, mid 2020
0: <laughs> perfect oh. so like two and a half years okay. wow well so. good for her for calling it out and just popping off the gram for a little bit
1: yeah uh okay next headline uh Teresa Judice or Judice, however, she wants you to pronounce it this week. She is not saying Judice. Oh, well, for for a long time, she said Judice. Oh, did she? Yeah. Well, it used to be Judice, Teresa Judice, Real Housewives of New Jersey. And then she will
0: always be Teresa Guidance to me. What? <laughs> I said, she will always be Teresa Guidance to me. No, you didn't. Did you used to say it like
1: that? I sure did. I love it. So, then she was in an interview with Andy, I think, or on Watch What Happens Live, and yeah. he introduced her like Judice, and she was like, "It's actually Judice," and he was like, "What?" Ew, bye. So Stop who knows what she's going right. by now, Judice or Judice? I'm not really sure. Let's just color. It's like Tracy just G. a big, big joke at this right. point. Right. Um, but she was spotted in Vegas, and then she shared a post on her Instagram with Jacqueline Lorita. Who, that. if you're a New Jersey Housewives person, then you know they were like OG cast members together, like best friends. Had a big falling out,
0: but, but they I guess that's something about it being nice to re- like read whatever, like backed besties. Well, Teresa's psychotic, so if you and she lives in her own world,
1: and if you don't see things from her perspective, then she doesn't have time or you're space for you. Out of here, yeah. yeah
0: but yeah
1: (laughs) but what was I gonna say uh oh so I guess Teresa recently went on her podcast and was talking about the falling out and how like it really was devastating for her to lose that friendship of course and that she you know she hopes one day maybe they can rekindle and you know I guess Jacqueline probably heard it or people told her about it and reached out but so
0: crazy like Friendship fallouts are so hard. Like, we've talked about it before, obviously. It's such a hard thing. Like, even as an adult, because you put so much time and effort into it, mm-hmm. that it's like when you lose them, that freaking sucks. It's like a breakup. Yeah, for sure. So if never ever actually, have a falling out, I'm just going to delete my Instagram. I'm, I'm going to do a little post to you, <laughs> and then I'm going to delete my Instagram. Perfect. I expect just you to do the same. Be real shady. Just a couple song lyrics. Change the password on swiping up. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> no.
1: Um. Anyways, so there's that. Now, I sent you a TikTok. Oh, you did? No, it wasn't a TikTok. I sent you this girl's stories.
0: I said, watch her stories. And I replied back with, I'm so confused. So I watched them. Okay. But you're going to need to get me... What did I watch?
1: So it is very confusing. Yeah. If you are on TikTok, there is a group of women, The mom talk, whatever. They call each other the queen team. And then it changed to queen team mafia. It's like this group of... Women that got together back in 2020. Okay. And it started off with a few of them and it grew and grew. I mean, this is like, there are all of the mom talk, like it girls uh, either are or have been a part of this group at some point. Okay. So there is, we have talked about her before. Kelsey, um, perfectly Kelsey. We talked about her a while ago. She got married to the guy, to the other TikToker guy. Okay. I remember her. So, um, she's kind of a ringleader of she's like the queen team Mm -hmm. yes Um, there's always that one friend there's always that one there actually was a girl that she did a three-part series and I'm wondering if maybe I should just share it like play them because she gives a pretty good synopsis of what's going on yeah but anyways okay I'm gonna do that then play it
2: if your For You page is anything like mine right now, it is filled with all of this like Cody Kelsey drama. About a year ago, my For You page was like filled with all this drama of these girls, of these two women that I didn't even follow, I didn't even know, but I just could not escape it from my feed. So, of course, I was curious and I started doing a lot of digging and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Who's talking about who? I'm so confused. Like, what's happening? Started doing my own digging and I basically found everything out. So if you're sitting here today and you're super confused and like all this shit's all over your For You page and you're like, what is going on? Whose drama is this? What's happening? I'm so confused. I'm going to tell you the whole story as to my knowledge, okay? Don't know any of these women, never met any of these women, never talked to any of these women. I am not involved in the situation, even a little bit. I am just here to basically explain the story to anyone else who's really confused and is wondering like, what the fuck is all over TikTok right now? Okay, so the story starts about five or six years ago, even before Cody being on TikTok, she started dating one of her former friend's ex-husbands. Flash forward to her now being on TikTok, when she started gaining popularity, she started collaborating with other creators, AKA the birth of Queen Team, which I'm still not entirely too sure what that was. Was it like a friend group, girl gang? I don't know what the fuck Queen Team was. Anyway, this former friend of Cody's again from five or six years ago sees her gaining popularity on the internet, she comes on TikTok herself to basically say, like, Cody and I were once friends, and then she started dating my ex-husband. Things started happening in queen team. I'm honestly not too entirely sure what, but friendships started falling out, I guess. Okay, I'm just going to interject here. So yeah. the
1: issue, so the queen team started falling apart. Basically, Kelsey was taking a lot of heat for um, making videos that included, like, microaggressions and... um some just unfavorable like kind of roche racially insensitive things gotcha. and so she was taking a lot of heat so in turn queen team all the other girls were taking heat because people of course expect them to be held accountable for right, their the friends. friends actions mm-hmm. um and so cody was essentially like Hey guys, I like, this is not good for my brand. It's not good for my mental health. Like, I love you all, but I have to take a step back. Like I, I can't be a part of this. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And Cody has shared that exact text. She shared the receipts. Okay. So after that happened, she kind of took a step back. Of course, people are noticing she's mm-hmm. not going on trips with them or hanging out with them, blah, blah, blah. So beef was brewing. And well, then she did a live oh. and I actually watched this live and when it happened and someone asked her like what the deal with K- her and Kelsey was okay, because they seemed to not be friends anymore. And she mm-hmm. was like, she just said, you know, you grow apart. Like you're not like there's not a lot to it. It's yeah. Just, there's not is? a lot to it, whatever. And, Somehow it got back to Kelsey and Kelsey interpreted it as Cody talking shit about her. And once that happened, it seemed like the gloves were off and it got nasty. It got nasty. Okay. Continue.
2: Cody like stepped away from the group, whatever. So this former friend of Cody's saw that like these shifts were happening in Cody's new friend group. And basically, new friendships were suddenly formed with this former friend, Amanda. former queen team people, essentially on the basis of their dislike for Cody. There are so many women involved in this drama, and I don't really know who everybody is. I don't know every single person's issue with Cody. But what I do know is that basically over the course of the next two years, this newly formed friend group got together. They met it frequently a number of times and made a lot of videos about her. It was basically like a bunch of women coming together at different times, making a bunch of different videos that were indirect and slanderous toward Cody. Now, Cody has already come out and said that she knows what she did to her former friend in terms of dating her ex-husband was a mistake and that she fully regrets that mistake. But regardless of her coming out and apologizing and admitting her wrongdoing, all of these women just continued to make videos about her. Particularly this one creator, Kelsey, who kind of seems to be like the ringleader in all of this now over the past two years of all these women making these videos about cody she has only responded about a handful of times until now i'm running out of time and i'm gonna need a part two i'm so sorry this is just like so much i will okay so that was one video yeah there's
0: oh my god i thought we just watched like three no there's three parts okay
2: okay so we remember cody's former friend's ex-husband that she was dating for a minute right for a long time now, Cody has discussed and talked about how this former partner was very abusive towards her and caused her a lot of trauma in life. And a lot of these other women have come online and basically discredited her and said that she's lying and that this abuse never happened. And that seems to be, like, one of the major issues in this whole thing. Their Kelsey friendship. just went on a podcast
0: last month. and Her friend group was saying that that was a lie? Yes. Oh. So this
1: girl, Amanda... Uh-huh. um. This girl Amanda basically, she kind of took advantage of the fact that she saw these friend groups were separating, and Uh so she got ahead of, found her way into Uh the friend group on Kelsey's side and befriended all of them and got them to kind of turn on Cody or like fill their heads (sighs) with all these ideas. Which and Cody has since come out and explained exactly how she got with the ex's husband Mm -hmm. and. It started with an infidelity between this girl Amanda
0: and Cody's husband first. Right, because didn't we talk about that? Wasn't that something we talked about on this show? We might have. Yeah, we might I remember have that. talked about it. So, so they really were reacting off of something that happened. It wasn't like they broke up the marriage. Right. No, they were already separated. So
1: okay, basically yeah. this girl Amanda and her husband separated, um, or were getting divorced, right. whatever. And it was he had kind of he reached out to Cody and her husband because he needed he wanted help yes. with the kids. I he remember needed some money us. for yep. things, whatever. So then Cody's like, so, you know, we agreed to help him. We were helping him. We weren't really friends with Amanda at that point. We were just associating with him. And then she said she found text messages between That's right. Amanda and her husband yes. that were inappropriate. Okay. So a week after she found those text messages, she filed for divorce from her husband, who is yes. also the father of her children. And then thereafter she actually started a romantic relationship with the the yeah. ex husband of Amanda, um, which was this like Scandal. according to her this very uh, abusive physically oh, right. and mentally relationship and so since getting out of it she talks f- openly but she would never really disclose like who he was in relation to other people that's something that amanda that amanda shared publicly
2: okay i um, got you okay and had a lot to say about the situation and basically alluded to the fact that this abuse never happened and cody is lying and now here we are today, ladies and gentlemen. Basically, Cody is now on the internet dropping receipt after receipt after receipt, and she just seems to have had it with this group of women who've been making these videos and discrediting her for years. Again, I am not involved in any way, shape, or form. But what I will say, and this portion of the video is solely my opinion, and if you don't wanna hear my opinion, just fuck off. I obviously don't know all of the details, and I wasn't there in person clearly to you know see all this shit go down in real time. But it is very weird to me that a group of women in their 30s would continue to get together and make these slanderous videos about one person. It's weird. Sorry, it's weird. Even if she has done some things that are wrong, I'm 26, okay? So I'm younger than most of these women involved. And my group of friends and I, we would never get together for literally years and like make slanderous videos about another person. And I'm not saying Cody is 100% innocent in this. But what these other women have done looks very mean girlish. It's giving high school. That's all I'm going to say. So I was going to ask you how old the other
0: girls were, but she just said exactly what I was thinking. Like, yeah. who does that? Who has that much time? They're all like early,
1: early 30s. Jeez. Okay, last one. Okay. You guys, bunnies here. Hi. By the way. OK. Bunny is um, Bunny Hidea who she used to go by Bunny Barbie. I'm yes, sure I've mentioned her too. We talked about her. We
0: had a, a. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So she goes by Bunny Hidea now because Mattel threatened to sue her if she kept using the term Bunny and, or Barbie in her handle. Whole, oh, geez. Whole thing. But she is, she's really Cody's like ride or die friend and has been through all of this and okay. has endured her own hate from the girls for being connected to Cody. I was gonna,
0: so, cause she keeps disclaiming, like, I'm not part of this, but it's because she's her friend. The girls no, this girl that's talking. She is oh, no part of oh, it. Oh, oh bunny. bunny she's, oh, sorry. she's replying. Okay. Video three. Sorry. It's
1: responding to bunny's comment okay. on her post. So she's saying bunny's here. Meaning she's watching the videos. Got it. Sorry. So <sighs> the whole reason I know this is why it's well like that's confusing. why when you sent it I was like nah girl you're gonna have to break it down for me. And so, and the whole reason that Cody and Bunny have basically come out and said like fuck it mm-hmm. we're sharing all of the receipts is because um, Jelly Roll his yeah. wife has yes. a podcast, um, and so Kelsey was recently a guest on her podcast. Gotcha. Okay, and talked. At length about Cody by name and the oh. whole situation, and none of it was kind, and so so she's at this very accusatory, the wall. playing yeah. victim, and maybe yeah. there's two sides to every story. Of course, I'm sure nobody is innocent a hundred percent in this, but they
0: each did something to each other, and now they're just pissed telling their sides, and it's for sure we know what that's like. Um,
1: for sure.
0: So yeah.
1: So, anyways, it was after that where they basically were and. They're like, okay, well, this is it. And Bunny was like, basically, Cody was hysterical crying one night. They were in the middle of filming this like reality show thing that they're doing. Uh-huh. And she was like, I can't take it anymore. She was like, I have to clear my name. Like, I can't live yeah, like this. I can't I get be silenced that. anymore. She was like, I'm just, I need to put it all you out there so I can walk high, away. Yeah,
0: you can only take the high road. Like, we've talked about it. Like, you can only do that for so long. But if someone's going to like continue doing it, I feel like it's physically impossible, mentally and physically impossible to just move on from that. Like, how do you block it out? Like For I get, years. right. I get like at first the initial reaction, like ignore it, let it die down. But if it doesn't and someone's continuously doing that, it would not be. And I don't have the willpower to not at least say my piece. Like, oh my and gosh. It's one thing if it's like
1: one on one
0: or sure. a couple
1: people against damn, a couple the whole people. mafia, but there's <laughs> Probably 30 women that are a part Spreading. of this group. Yeah. And they let people run wild using slandering Cody's name in the comments. They don't filter it. They engage with it. Wow. It's very messy. So no hmm. matter, even if Cody did do shitty things, she is not engaged in that kind of conversation. Yeah. um, Like on... Her comments, she actually has uh, – she said she's got comments filtered so that, like, any comments with their yeah. names don't even go right. up.
0: Because that's also protecting your peace. Like, that's protecting yeah. your mental peace on that side of it, which is smart. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, she a said lot that they won't let her just freaking live her life. Like, go right.
1: on. She said it's been so bad that, you know, she's thought about killing herself. Like, she's oh, like – I. Wow. She said, I've struggled with an eating disorder for years, and when I was finally – when I first became friends with these girls – I was healthy. She's like, you can see it in my body. You can see it in my skin. I
0: looked good. And with that six, make you feel so shitty as a person to know that like you're doing you that this to somebody? to somebody. I would feel horrible. I honest to God,
1: especially these women are all moms. You have children. Many of them have daughters. How, like I don't get it. No. Okay. We'll all finish right. this. Okay. I love you.
2: So you guys, this is day three of breaking down the Cody slash Kelsey slash Amanda slash queen team drama. The reason that we need a day three is because yesterday Cody dropped a lot of receipts on her Instagram, and I actually had no clue how insane the situation really was. As a reminder, I am solely a commentator in all of this, don't know anyone personally, and everything that I say is a legend. On my last video, a lot of people were confused as to who this former friend was, um, and that is Amanda. It is not. Kelsey, I'm sorry if I confused you in the last video. Kelsey is a former member of Queen Team. She's another creator on this app and she is one of the women who uh, got together with other women over the years to make videos about Cody. Sorry if that was confusing and I hope I just cleared that up for you, but I wanna say that I had no clue until Cody posted everything that she posted yesterday on her stories, how allegedly, insane this Amanda girl was and how she had literally tormented her for years. I know I look literally insane with this concealer on my face, but I think that um, what Amanda has allegedly done to Cody over the years by far exceeds bullying and really borders on obsession, if I'm being honest. I think the queen team drama is really fucking petty and weird. And again, I think it's just strange that a group of women in their 30s act like this. But I think the situation, the alleged situation with Amanda is on another level and I can completely understand why Cody now feels comfortable and confident enough to defend herself. It seems as if over the years, anytime Cody tried to make new friends or tried to be a part of something new, Amanda would take it upon herself to seek these new friends out, seek these new people out that Cody was associating herself with and trash her to these new people and basically try to get them to hate Cody. If I was friends with somebody new and someone from their past reached out to me to like rehash all of this old drama that happened between the two of them, I would be honestly very weirded out. And I fully can understand why Amanda was upset in the beginning because her and Cody were friends at one point and then Cody went and dated her ex-husband. But what I can't understand is this like borderline obsession with Cody and the obsession to make everyone in her life hate her. That is so weird. It That is so weird. And then again, if I was friends with Cody and someone from her past reached out to me, I would never then befriend her former friend and then start making a bunch of videos talking shit on her. That looks like gang bullying. You get that, right? And Cody, I'm sorry that you've had to deal with this shit for years. There- I totally agree with what she just said. Like...
0: If somebody comes to you with that, like, it's so hard because, I mean, in the business, historically of spilling the tea, if you will it just feels weird. Right. Like for some, like it doesn't feel good. And maybe that too is like, while we've like switched stuff up. Cause it feels strange to like to air people's dirty laundry. I don't know. Or maybe we're getting older. <laughs> maybe we've yeah. grown up, but she's right. I'm glad she's like doing that as, a, yeah. as a non-biased, like third party be like, this is weird. Y'all need to chill out. This is a form of gang bullying because you have 30 girls spreading it to all of their people against one person. How is that fair? Not fair. It isn't. Cody's whole thing is she's like, I just
1: want my experience validated. I've been called a liar on so many different occasions about so many different things for years by all these people people who I barely even spent any time with and don't know me yeah. and they just go along with what everybody else is
0: saying. That is and so high school. Someone starts a rumor about you and then yeah. your little friends are like, Oh yeah, she did. You don't even know. Yeah. Like, I hate that. People were like, what do you even want out of this?
1: Like get over it. It was years ago. And she was like, no, I'm done being silenced. I'm yeah. done. P- of."
0: And it was years ago. Well, tell them to shut up. Right? They're still doing it. They're still talking what I want about me them all to the move time. over? leave it a few years ago. That's what I want out of it. Well, and so that's what Kelsey made a
1: video after Cody first started saying, "Like, you want receipts? I'm giving them. Like, stay tuned because this week's going to be wild." Mm. And uh, Kelsey was like, "Oh, sure." She waits until I'm pregnant. I haven't even mentioned oh, mentioned her name. Blah blah blah. <laughs> 100%. Oh, really? You're gonna keep going. She's like, I haven't even mentioned Mm -hmm. her. Meanwhile, now we're getting clips from this podcast that just came out where she's just, she's literally using
0: Cody's name and slandering her all over the place. Nothing irritates me more than when someone stirs up a whole bunch of shit. And then when it all comes out, they're like, I just want to sweep it under the rug and move on. Oh, do you? Conveniently now? So (laughs) Cody has about 400
1: story slides that are saved to highlights with all the receipts. Yeah. So on her Instagram. So her Instagram is, uh, Cody, but it's spelled K-O-D-Y-E. Okay. So it's Cody Elise. Um, so she, as I said, she's got about 400 story slides saved to Good. four different highlights with all the receipts,
0: voice mem- voice memos, um, screenshots, videos. I mean, damn, sometimes, unfortunately, you got to go there. Is yeah. it ideal? No, it's not ideal, but it's also not ideal for somebody else to be on the other side of the fence dragging your name for years beyond. Yep. And also, like... At the end of the day, she didn't really do it. If you're going to, like, step out on someone's husband and then you're mad that your ex and the friend got together, I mean, really, would I do it? No, because it'd feel weird. But, like, she technically didn't do anything wrong,
1: right? and if he's an abusive person, who knows how she got herself in that relationship anyways. He could have sought out to seduce her and whatever she, you know. Yeah. Then the other Instagram account that has, um, she's got... three uh, three highlights with more receipts is Bunny Hidea. And it's Bunny, B-U-N-N-Y-H-E-D-A-Y-A. So those are their Instagram handles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure their handles are the same or very similar on TikTok. But okay. if you just put in Cody in the search bar, you're going to have thousands and thousands of videos on the situation. But it is wild. It is really wild. And so what I was saying is all she's been asking for out of the whole situation is validation yeah. she just wants validation she's shared voicemails from some of these former members um screenshots of them trying to call her and she'll screenshot it and she'll she puts it on stories and she says public apology or i'm not interested
0: because she's like the the apology like, should I, that's be... harassment also like jesus move well on. she's like
1: the apologies need to be as loud as the disrespect totally so if you want to apologize to me you're not going to do it on a private phone call you're going to put it on your social media because my brain hurts other people need to see it it. and she's getting those videos there are girls that are coming out and saying you were 100% bullied and I'm really sad that I was a part of it and I'm so sorry so she's starting to get these apologies Kelsey said uh essentially over my dead body will she get an apology from me yeah Wow. She sounds like a real peach. And I don't think any, I don't think this Amanda girl has said anything, but you know, I'm trying
0: to stay on top of it, but I only have so much time in a day. I was going to say that's, that's a whole lot. You did a great job, sweetie. Thank you. I you recapped it so well because the video that you, or the stories you sent me, I was like, what am I watching? What is going on? Well, yeah, I had just, well, it's cause I had just
1: sent you like her receipt. Like one of her like series it. of stories. Okay. The girl whose videos I played, her um, TikTok is G-I-I-I underscore Marie, just to give her her credit where credit is due. Give the credit
0: where credit is yes. due, girl. Her
1: Instagram is G-I-I-I Marie, no underscore. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Wow. So that's that. All right. If you're looking for a, a rabbit hole of drama
0: that doesn't involve you, there you go. Yeah, right. There you go. Safe bet. Just don't post anything about it against Cody. No. Justice
1: for Cody. Justice for God. Cody,
0: honestly. I mean,
1: dang, I've girl. never, I've been a fan of Kelsey, but I, I,
0: after Man, watching all so of gross. this, I just can't. Yeah, that's really gross. That's very high school. Like, I get it when you're younger. and you So just messy. Drag, yeah, drag things on, but... You know, at the end of the day, like as a grown up, wouldn't you kind of want things to dissolve really quickly and move on with your life? Like, I got to figuring out dinner right. is is a stressful enough situation, <laughs> much less worrying about drama from two years ago. Like, I'd have to move on from that. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you no. Know. Okay, got it. Wow. Um. Okay, our final topic is de-influencing. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit in the past couple of weeks, the buzz, the buzzword now. And right. so I was looking up some articles last night and in the past like six or seven days, tons of like page six, like different um, sites are covering like de-influencing. It's a huge trend. It started on TikTok. A lot of girls are just basically debunking brands or telling you It almost feels like giving you the truth about products, like versus being paid as an influencer to say, Oh, this is really great. Like they're just they're just giving you the truth. So they're like they're doing what influencers do, but the opposite. But here's the thing this is what people
1: should have been doing all along. And this is what it's what it started out as though. Well, beauty influ beauty YouTubers, this has literally been their shtick for years is giving honest, truthful feedback about things. So, but the problem is then you have bloggers who are only concerned about how they can monetize and make money. And so they're missing the point. The point is developing a trust with your audience. And right, being you're, ethical about it. And, yeah, your yeah, audience doesn't trust you if you like everything you share because-
0: And that's exactly- It's inauthentic. Yeah, that's perfectly put because it used to be that like the days of Pinterest- You know, you got like, I think about Jen Reed whenever I think about like an OG, um, terrible filtered, but very pure. Like we always used those ugly little filters on Instagram, but Jen Reed comes to mind. And I mean this in the best way. She truly just put on like outfits and like put on the outfits and Mm -hmm. showed you it was less about the brand. And she's still very like, we've talked about how much integrity she still has at this point. Whereas a lot of girls have been bought, you know, with brands and and whatever. I love watching people when they're not being paid by something and they're like, oh, my God, this works really well. This didn't work really well or whatever it is. You know, it's like it's hard because it's like when you're being paid, it's such a double edged sword when you're being paid by something. It almost feels like, oh, we can't trust you. But at the same time, like we've tagged brands and they've sent us stuff And like, we've been paid in product or a commission, but we really love those products. And this is the same thing that the influencers and bloggers do, but there's a line that just feels like people cross and it's just about being paid about every little thing that gets sent your way. You cannot shift products that much. It's actually very refreshing to see this because people want this. They're craving the truth. Like we've been held out for so long, you know, it's like, we need to know what is the best primer.
1: It's refreshing, but also I'm very skeptical, and I would advise everybody else to be the same way. If you're, you're skeptical of I'm the people think about it. Okay. And we all know who we're talking about. There's it's the Instagram insta bloggers, the people in this world. Yeah. If they're all of a sudden coming on their Instagrams and de-influencing oh right right right. that to me is just as inauthentic this is not something that you've prided yourself in doing right
0: or you're doing it's a trend and you're trying to be relevant is what it is right yeah
1: I haven't I have an issue with people who are ill-intentioned and if you're not doing things for a genuine authentic
0: purpose that in, well if you're not doing it because that's what you would do and being authentic about it right then yeah that it's doesn't you, feel good it's just yeah.
1: part of your facade that's right it's part of your act and the fact that we still have women that are following so many of these bloggers and buying into the act yeah. is like crazy now to me. Well, I can't now, wrap my yeah. head around
0: it well of course now but I'm just saying like I I but at first like people ugh. we all we all fell into it right like influencers it was like new it was shiny it was like oh my god this is so cool people are sharing stuff because i do like watching like i think a big misconception and i was talking to a client about this the other day and you and i've had a sidebar about it just because someone swipes up on something you are sharing doesn't mean they want to be you like no one's trying to be you we just like to watch products as women especially I love to find out about new makeup or a mask or whatever. It's it's so different than having conversations with your girlfriends and finding out the things that they love. You're in my brain because I was thinking about it yesterday, actually, about how as women we're created like we are sharers. Like we share everything. Oh, what moms? What kind of diaper creams? I remember when I was pregnant, I wasn't that immersed into influencing in the world of that. And so it's like. I would ask my fellow friends, like, hey, what, because I trusted them. Mm -hmm. What diaper cream do I need to get? What should I put on my registry? What should I, whatever. But now that there's such a big thing with influencing, now influencers have the question box. You know, you you got the registry linked or whatever, and there's 800 things on there when really – Honest to god, and some influencers will tell you this, but my mom friends were like you don't need all of that. Or my clients even I would ask them, They're like you don't you just don't need all that. And of course in your brain you're like, no, I do. I need everything. But now that I've been through it, you really yeah. don't need all of that. I need the the diapers, the whatever, you know, the creams, but really not all the other stuff. And it's no different. Like women as women, like we like to share things. I ask you, like mm-hmm. you know makeup, I'll ask you whatever. Like that's what we want to do, but when influencing blew up and there was this um What is it, cash cow of an industry? People just started selling everything because brands were like, oh, this is great. Like, we can pay influencers to do this for a fraction. And then obviously it grew from there because the value, the girl started growing, the value started exceeding people's expectations. You know, it just kept going up. We talked about this three years ago, right? And so now it's like, you're exactly right. You're spot on. If people all of a sudden switch gears and they're like, oh, now, well, where were you at three months right. ago? Like, did you like all this stuff? You can't link 14 different primers. Devil's advocate though, and I know you're the same way. We like certain products, and there might be a foundation that works great for me for two weeks, and then the week of my period, my skin freaking sucks. Yeah. My skin changes, but then you're not gonna have eighteen favorites but I also in a year. F- totally. <laughs> like, but
1: like makeup is one of those things, especially when you're talking something as specific as like foundation. Sure. Your skin texture changes. Your right. um your actual skin like tone changes you get tan you get pale like right. sometimes you want full coverage sometimes you want like, yeah something light so i mean there's a lot Makeup of is hard you're
0: right like but skincare for you yeah if you came on stories knowing how crazy your skin i mean right. if you even look at my wrong product over there your skin's gonna be in a damn rash literally so it's like for you us knowing you if you have a product that you because you have certain products that yeah. you swear by yep if you all of a sudden started selling something else i'd be like spencer Right. You're freaking lying. I'm swearing by right. it saying I've used it. For, <laughs> yeah. I've been using it for a while, which is such a vague right. thing to
1: say, but yeah. we hear it all the time. But yeah, if you are seeing all your favorite people who love, love, love and make all these recommendations and all of a sudden they're switching to this de-influencing thing. Mm, it's a trend. You should probably be Probably question
0: how closely you take their recommendations. I'm just saying. But even more so, like even deeper than that, we like people are losing faith in influencers and that I, I do hate to say that, like because we have people that we really trust, you know, as people. And then there are people that are just in the business and they're good salespeople. At least the traditional influencing. Like I think that
1: it's influencing is such a broad term. I think when we're talking specifically the Instagram world, that I think is where we're Mm -hmm. seeing the shift right now. Yeah. The shift will happen with other areas well, of influencing TikTok, too. TikTok but
0: influencing is so different because they came on the style. scene, like you've said before. They've come on the scene, raggedy look like what we do right now. Yep. You me and Spencer both have no makeup on. I'm in my trash. pajamas. Like my hair's yeah, everywhere. Total trash bags. Yeah. It's like that was kind of what you said TikTok was going to be. And sure enough, it's played out that way. And so they're a lot more real over there, I guess. And that's also why you see certain influencers. Courtney Shields um, on TikTok. People are always like, wow, she's such a different person.
1: She's, she, I absolutely love Courtney on TikTok.
0: Right. Because she's um, unfiltered. She says whatever she wants to say. Like she's just different. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. And it's like. When you see the two worlds really combating each other with like popularity growing, uh, money. Money is huge on TikTok. Hello, Alex Earl. Welcome to the scene. You know, like she's
2: she's doing the most the
0: fucking Super Bowl. The it girl everywhere. Everywhere. New York Fashion Week, I'm sorry. Did you see her setup? I was like, damn, girl. Like influencers now are having to shift. And then you do have the ones that you'll you'll always trust because they do feel very like honest and and you don't see them selling a ton of stuff either on their accounts and I think they're selective about what they share. They are and not to make everything about us but I'm very selective you only see me sell six or seven things on my account total Mm -hmm. that I truly believe in and you're the same way we don't overly share and not that we're in the market like that but like you got to be careful because we don't want to like lose credibility with people right and I think we've become kind of jaded you know we've had these conversations for sure we are a little jaded about it being so immersed in it and hearing things and seeing things on the inside it like feels so exhausting I don't know another word it's just so exhausting to like keep up with like okay well what what's going to be the new thing this month yeah no like that's so much work to keep doing it and people I think as a whole this whole de-influencing thing is speaking for everyone the consumers that are buying they're tired. They're over it. Yeah. They, it, it's just- we have people. We, we the people.
1: <laughs> we, the people. We have are been- founding fathers. <laughs> have you seen our story? I mean, I might, I kind of look like a founding father <laughs> right now. But we have been asking for authenticity from bloggers and influencers for Years. so long. Years. So long. And not really getting it. We've got the faux, the faux real uh, yeah. ship. Like, I'm sorry, just because you come on stories without makeup on, but you got your chiclet teeth and your lash extensions. Right. No. Right. Sorry, no. You've got 18 pounds of extensions in your hair still. No. And I think most... And this is no shade to anybody in particular. Don't go be going digging for shit. No. Don't (laughs) make it a reach. (laughs) We don't like a reach. I'm just saying, like, we're the the shift to being more authentic is still not what people it's are actually asking for. No.
0: And, it's not a gig. It, it or a um show. And that's what yeah. it's that's what that that's what it is. Yeah. The authentic um what am i trying to say facade but like performance. It's it's not supposed to be that. It should truly be My thing is for real. I think it's personally. And okay. maybe you feel differently. Okay. I think it's
1: too late. Yeah. I think it, You've established your reputation with people. You can't go back on that. These women are going to start to pivot and show more of their, you know, Mm -hmm. actually give people more authenticity now or try to. And they're going to get into the de-influencing because it's trending. Mm -hmm. And it's too late. Like people aren't going to buy into it. You might as well stick with the shit that you've been doing.
0: And I 100% agree because for some women... And we know because we've had conversations and DMs with all kinds of people that fall in the realm, like consumers. You've got some people that believe every single thing somebody says, mm-hmm. you've got those like consumers. Yes, truly. Like this lipstick this week is this, it, you know, and they buy into it every single time. It's fascinating, really. And again, we have seen so much of it, I think for so long that it's like become it's so eye opening, I guess. But then you have other people that are like, okay, like really, like they are, they're skeptics, but they like to see it it's entertaining or mm-hmm. they do every now and then hit, you know, like, oh, this is a great product. Yeah. And then you've got people in the middle that kind of know like their eyes are open to both sides of it, but they're still there. Cause it's a good, they, they still enjoy what they're watching and consuming. But I think the overall consensus is we're seeing this happen because we live in a different time. You know, mm-hmm. and and seeing people, what felt like now, whether or not influencers did this purposely, or if this is just how it was, or if they're just genuinely showing their life and their million-dollar mansions just in the backgrounds people are over that. They don't, that's not realistic for most women. And when they started, they were relatable and authentic because they didn't have all that. Right. And I'm not saying don't, don't grow and reach for goals and, and make your money, honey. But like it is all about the way that you share right. those
1: that growth and those aspects of your life. And I think,
0: and it, again, this is not, but an, some people need to stay humble. I'm going to say, I mean, people uh, get big yeah. for their britches and start to live, uh, celebrity ish lifestyles and it's like that's not relatable to most of us also like you're
1: like i get that some of these girls are making a lot of money Mm -hmm. but they're also spending it like they're going to make that kind of money forever and i'm telling you right now the clock is ticking influencing
0: is a dying there is more sand at the bottom than at the top yeah for sure for sure look what's happening i love that phrase Thank you. I'm feeling very wordsy today. No, that was so (laughs) smart. Oh, my God. Do not blow my head off, girl. (laughs) Wow. You know, this is so much growth. I've had a lot of growth. I've had a lot of self-reflection. No, no. (laughs) All joking aside, really, we have in the past six months, like me and Spencer have done a lot of like, really digging like I mean it's it's hard it's a hard world to keep up with it just is and it feels heavy sometimes and and well and I think in (laughs) like being true to the conversation of authenticity Mm -hmm.
1: like it's not a fulfilling thing to keep Mm -hmm. up with for us
0: what's the joneses keeping up with the joneses and sometimes guess what the joneses can't even keep up with the joneses and that's just not Somebody the other
1: day, so I don't know if you watch my stories, but I put up a question box and like an ask me anything question box. And uh-huh. somebody posted something about how they're sick of Daryl Ann's content because they're sick of seeing all the nude stuff. Okay. And she just must have caught me at a wrong moment because I was enraged. I I think I saw your, I didn't see what you had originally posted. Well, I put up a, a, this cute photo of okay. a hand holding a sticker and it says like to be honest I don't give a fuck oh and (laughs) below and I was like this is no hate to the person that submitted this but like I like I honestly like can't be bothered with this stuff
0: no and someone uh, what I say hold on now I want to look it up because well did Elaine say I saw your your I saw your follow-up and you said something about Elaine if Elaine says something to you you know it was a bit much or something
1: yeah I mean kind of I mean I really didn't think it was but um it was just one of those days you wrong it was just one of those days oh wait oh no because I deleted it it's not going to be in my archives oh. well whatever I said it wasn't it honestly I said it was the sticker and I just said like listen like I'm not this is not disrespectful to the person writing this yeah. but like I I am booked busy and doing other things with my life like I can't be bothered with this kind of talk I don't care about it it doesn't like fill up space in my brain like I don't have time for this yeah I really didn't think it
0: was that bad okay it doesn't sound bad and I'm like sensitive I'm a little bitch when it comes to that
1: yeah and Elaine was just well Elaine also knows me really well she can read it the way that you
0: were saying it and she knows
1: well she also knows that I don't really like clap back on my yeah. Stories like that uh-huh. to people like I, I'm pretty respectful of people sure. that follow me like. Yeah. they are
0: people you're there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like and I and I didn't mean it to be disrespectful to this girl anyways. But so then so she said yes. Yeah, the let me rem The girl said love D.A.D. Daryl mm-hmm. and Denner. But her nude content is way too much over it. And I had people that responded to my first stories and they were like, okay, but that's what the podcast was founded on. And I was like, valid. The podcast first started as an influencer podcast where we talked about things like that. Mm -hmm. That, that's very true. I've never talked about influencers on my page. This is my space. This is like for me and my people and my interests. And I've never talked influencers
0: over here. This is not, I don't talk shop here.
2: Mm -mm. And it's our
0: business on swiping up though. That's why we do a lot of we only do specific influencer stuff on this and I'm like
1: so no and I was like this is just this is my space I don't talk about this here I never Mm -hmm. get messages here and I said quite honestly the amount of like pointless submissions we get about influencers on swiping up that we don't address I'm not going to have people bringing it over here because I'm not addressing it it on swiping up and that's what it is for sure yeah so anyway so my response was just that Like I have said a hundred times before, it's okay to put somebody on pause if you don't like their content. A quick unfollow, and then maybe six months from now, you'll think of them and be ready to consume what they post again. Mm -hmm. Personally, I find keeping up with what other people are doing or saying is exhausting and I don't find joy in it. I consistently watch the stories of about five people. And if I'm bored, I'll check in on my other IG friends. It's great. Highly recommend. Yeah. Anyways, that was my response. I forget where I was going with all of that conversation. Well, well,
0: we have posted that even on swiping up about like how we just going to unfollow people. And yes, she, the girl was right. Like we did find Like that is how swiping up started. But my God, we've, we've pivoted um like 64 times so like we can't totally like we take blame on that and we've tried to find like our sweet spot or like where we feel fulfilled by giving you guys what you want but that's also hard because it's like influencing is ever changing nothing people either want us
1: to be like the og show from Mm -hmm. 2019 or or they want us
0: to lean into the new stuff and only talk about other businesses things. and what they're doing but it's it, but right. influencing has changed so much it's impossible for us to stay what we were doing anyway but what you were saying though about it being exhausting that's a great point and that's exactly how it's been for like the past six months it's like I do love following certain influencers and I did before the show started because that's why we started the show it was mm-hmm. my idea to do the show and I wanted you along because we had good chemistry you know it's that's just yeah. what it was but it's like at the same time, just an overconsumption of something can really wear on you eventually. So I've had to stop watching. And people go outgrow majority. things. Totally. And I really
1: feel like that is. And we had said that a while ago that we yeah. just had
0: felt like we outgrew the show yeah. as it was. Right. Exactly. It's like. If you have your favorite people, which we all do, I'm still going to watch them. I still trust what they're selling me because I'm putting my mind space there, you know, especially becoming a mom and having a kid throughout all this, like Mm -hmm. I pick and choose where I'm spending my time. And so if there are four people that I want to watch all the time and I still trust, I'm going to watch them. But my God, you got to unfollow people. You got to clean out your timeline, make it what you want. It can be curated to exactly what you want. That is the beauty of Instagram. So... No, I hate that I missed your first one because I would have loved to read it in your voice because I do read certain things in your <laughs> voice. And I also read stuff in Elaine's voice too, which is really funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, listen, honestly, I got other messages from the first one that said I didn't think it was bad. So
0: I don't know. Maybe no. Elaine was
1: just feeling particularly sensitive Or maybe, that day, yeah,
0: but. maybe, maybe it just, she knew I think maybe wording it was and, the sticker. Maybe it was the uh, I don't give a fuck sticker. Yeah, maybe that did it. but. That is truly how I felt. You know? I, I don't give a fuck. And we don't talk about people <laughs> that we don't. It's not that like they could be a great person, whatever. Or we just don't jive with them. That's OK. And we don't care about them. So if we don't address it, then like you said, you don't necessarily want to address it on your page either. Because if you don't talk about them, I really yeah. don't like them. And it's just not, you know, our yeah. our personal pages are sacred. They're they sacred spaces. Yeah. They're, spaces. they're like our what? our personal spaces. Yeah. Well, I don't know. it would be interesting. Well, we'll see where Swiping Up takes us then. Yeah. And that's on that. Okay. So we've been promising Am I the Asshole for a couple weeks. So I've got
1: a couple good Man, ones. Man, you should have wrote in, are you the asshole about doing this? Ticket. I should have, actually. <laughs> um, so we have a couple submissions here. Let me pull them up. Okay.
0: So... I don't know, but this is the first time I've ever laid on this couch while filming or recording, and I am here for this. Okay, first one.
1: My brother-in-law married to my sister is a general contractor. About 10 years ago, my dad and brother uh, were building a deck at my parents' house. They asked my brother-in-law if they could borrow his skid loader, but he said no. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? (laughs) No. Okay. I'm assuming it's some sort of equipment. It probably loads skids. (laughs) <laughs> but what the fuck is a skid? <laughs> I know what they are in my house. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> um, they asked my brother-in-law if they could borrow his skid loader, but he said no. They prepared the ground as best they could without the skid loader and got it got to the point where they couldn't go on without it. They went to my sister's house and asked again, but found out brother-in-law went out of town. They talked my they talked my sister into letting them borrow it, so she took them down to his construction lot and they hooked it up to my dad's truck. Uh, This next part I'm not sure of since I don't know much about towing, but from what I was told, my dad's truck wasn't big enough or powerful enough to tow the skid loader on the dump trailer, so he lost control and wrecked. The truck, trailer, and skid loader were all totaled. The insurance was barely enough to cover the medical costs and the truck. There was none left over to cover my brother-in-law's stuff. When he got back to town, he exploded. He threatened to sue, and things went downhill from there. My parents are not rich, and he wouldn't have gotten anything, so in the end, my sister talked him into letting it go. However, from that day on, he wouldn't have anything to do with our family. He doesn't come for birthdays, holidays, nothing at all. Next month is our parents' 50th anniversary, and we're planning a big family gathering to celebrate. We're also chipping in to send our parents on a cruise to Mexico because they've never been out of the country. I spoke to my sister about it the other day, and she said she's going to come with the kids, but my brother-in-law is not coming. I was fine with that, but when we were discussing their portion of the cruise money, I heard him yelling in the background to deduct their portion from the cost of the skid loader and dump trailer. That pissed me off. So uh, after my call with my sister, I called my brother-in-law and told him to get over himself. I told dad and my brother, I told him my dad and my brother made a mistake, but that was 10 years ago and he needs to let it go. He said he'll let it go when they give him the money that he lost. I told him he's an ass for not for holding on to a grudge and putting money in the way of a family relationship. My sister called me a few minutes ago and said they're not coming and that I was out of line. We argued for a bit and that's where it stands. I don't think I'm in the wrong for telling him to let go of the past, but they're not coming to the anniversary party now, so I'm not sure. My dad and brother are not bad people. They are good people who made a mistake. They couldn't pay back my brother-in-law because he wanted almost $70,000. And again, we're not rich. My dad had to buy another truck because he needed it to go to work. On the other hand, my brother-in-law had three other sets of skid loaders and dump trailers on his lot that day. So he could take the financial hit while my parents would be homeless. Brother, My brother-in-law and sister are way better off than the rest of us. So while I understand that the,
0: they should have paid him back, he doesn't need it. That isn't the point. No, it's not. But really quick, a skid loader is like for digging holes, moving large objects, moving large objects around the construction site and digging okay. trenches and stuff. What's so a pi- did you it have literally a picture? looks like a little bulldozer, like a little, uh, yeah, skid loader. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was called a skid loader. Yeah. Learn something anyway, you ever do. That's tough because no, that is not the point. And like, regardless if someone needs the money, I hate when people say stuff like that. Like if you let someone borrow money. And you don't want to pay them back because they don't need the money. It's still their money. (laughs) Right. They still lent you the money. You still owe that back. But also, he told them no.
1: Right. This is his company's property. And he told them no. And they did it anyway. It wasn't mm -hmm. his sisters or or her sisters to give. Yeah. Right. And it's been 10 years. They couldn't come up with a fucking payment plan. (laughs) Right. I'm just saying $100 a month. I was thinking $100 a month, too. But, well, because, you know, if you're poor, $100 a month is, I, I would think, doable. But, you doable, know. But maybe not. I don't care if it was $25. Just, they, they should have been putting forth an effort yes. to get him his money back.
0: And if that were the case and he didn't need it and someone was trying, I'd be like, you know what? you, It's fine. Thank you. For, I appreciate you trying, but we're good. You know what I mean? Like, at least try. Let's see this.
1: $25 a month. Oh,
0: my God. It's <laughs> 300 some dollars. Three hundred and something. Three thousand. That would have been three thousand
1: dollars. I said three hundred. Over ten, over ten, <laughs> if twenty five dollars a month. It would have been three thousand dollars. Yeah. That's obviously just a, a drop years. in the bucket.
0: Yeah. Three and a half years you're paid off, bam. <laughs> three and
1: a half years, it's seventy
0: thousand. Oh, I thought it said oh seventy my bad yeah 70,000 um they're gonna be Ooh. dead before they get it paid it, off at 25 dollars well, a month regardless I would say you know what but thank at you, least I appreciate a sign of good you faith. yes I appreciate you trying
1: we acknowledge we're, that this was yours mm-hmm. and like we're so sorry and you know it, yeah. it shows its consideration the fact that yeah. they've made no effort assuming right I, I would assume if they had made some effort she would have included that yeah but the fact that no effort has been made to pay him back for something that Shouldn't have happened. Anyway. Shouldn't have happened in yeah. the first place that he did not give permission to. Yep. No, I'm sorry. This is wrong. And you shouldn't, you had no business calling him and telling him that he needed to get over this. No, I agree. I think the fact that he hasn't pressed the issue for 10 years and just chooses to <laughs> yeah. keep, to separate himself from the family right. is probably the most that respectful probably, yeah. way that he can handle this yeah, situation. And the fact that the family doesn't seem to understand Care, that yeah. that's pretty crazy and yeah if you guys can pitch in and send them on a cruise you can pitch in and help pay give for them him a, a little bit letter. of money right mm. group. wow that really sucks
0: <laughs> i mean it's just a shitty position for everybody to be yeah in. It, that's tough it's a sh- money any type of, oh god borrowing someone's car and then wrecking the car and be like i'm really sorry it was an accident well i understand it was an accident but damn you still wrecked my car You yeah. still got to get a new buick
1: your sister's kind of a fucking asshole
0: say. <laughs> tell her yeah you report deliver the message yeah deliver the message i think
1: your sister's a dick <laughs> okay uh we'll just do one more okay uh so I lost over 100 pounds some years ago. I gained weight after having COVID, had a baby, and just other life stuff. I have around 30 pounds to lose and want to get my muscle back. I was so fit and felt amazing health-wise. I have a couple friends and my brother who are also into fitness. We talk about it now and now and again. I've been complimented on my progress as well. When my sister is around, she gets very upset about it. She's around 350, so very overweight. I don't care at all. Her body, not my business. Come to find out, she's been telling other family members and friends that I go out of my way to flaunt my success and talk to people about it in front of her on purpose. She says that I sneer at her and fat shame her. She says my losing weight on purpose. Wait, hold on. She says my losing weight on purpose is deeply fat phobic and bigoted. I don't talk to her about any of it, but I don't shush a conversation if it comes up while she's an earshot. Half my family and some friends have called me out telling me I'm shaming her and I need to keep my insecurities to myself. Not everyone wants to be a gym rat with no life. I don't even go to the gym. I have some equipment at home and that's it. Here's why I might be the asshole. I could make an effort to keep any fitness talk to a minimum if she's around, and I'm not making any effort to. I don't bring it up on purpose, but I also don't discourage it. Okay, first of all, you're a lot, just like it's her body, her choice. Yeah. Your body, your choice. Like you're not fat phobic. because you chose to change things about your lifestyle right. that and you if were in control of, of, right? Obviously, there's other factors to people's bodies and their weights and whatever. But like, if you're yeah. in control of your weight and your size, mm-hmm. and you choose to make a change that you really be is just going of, to be beneficial, yeah. what that doesn't make
0: somebody fatphobic no. and you bigoted, be, right? You can be proud of your hard work and dedication to what you're doing. Maybe that's not what. She's not a the other girls not a gym rat. That's fine, but just because somebody else is doesn't mean they can't talk about it and in offending you.
1: Yeah, now it's different if she's projecting her insecurity. Well, that's yeah,
0: right. And it's not like she's hopefully she's not making comments like to her, which it doesn't sound like she said she was that's right. different. But if you're truly like proud of where you're at, you know, may, yes, be considerate with like how much you're talking about it or whatever. But you also should not be allowed to talk about that and be proud of it. Like if you're just celebrating like, oh, I lost another 10, whatever it is. Right. You're, you're allowed to do that. Or just having a genuine interest in fitness
1: yeah. and you're talking to like-minded people. Yeah. You should be allowed to talk about that right. in front of her. So it sounds like she's really just projecting. She's a little insecure about Now, it, maybe. if you're making comments about the things that she's doing or her her food, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, then yeah, like mind your own business. But right. it doesn't sound like that's what. Yeah, happening if it's just here.
0: a genuine like I'm proud of this or I'm whatever, then yeah, that's not.
1: So I so think hard. you have a conversation with her and yeah. you just say like, if I've ever made you feel this way, then I'm very sorry. Yeah, like this is what I'm hearing. Like, can you please tell me what you need me to do differently mm-hmm. so that I don't isolate make you and you make feel you this feel this way? way. Yeah. I think if you phrase it in a way that's like, what do you need from me? Like, how can I be better to make you Mm -hmm. feel more comfortable? Yeah. At least put it that way. She might make a reasonable request. She might make an unreasonable
0: request. But then at least you kind of have a place to go. Yeah. The ball will still be in her court. And yeah, just seeing like, hey, I'm happy about this. Maybe you can even help her if she wanted you to help. Maybe she's feeling lost and doesn't know where to begin. Maybe you guys can like team up and do it like. Yeah, that's really and reassure hard. her you yeah. that you
1: love her just the same, yeah. no matter what she what she looks like, what right. choices she makes for herself. Like she's not any less deserving
0: of yeah your love. That's hard because you know I think with anybody, if you're not feeling your best, it's hard not to take everything personal. It's you know totally, it's, and it doesn't matter. What all si- been there, right? It doesn't matter what size you are. You know, we've talked about it. I, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're. Is there somebody at my house? It, prime. Prime. Oh, He's okay. Just dropping a package. Okay. I'm like, I see somebody behind the bushes, like moving, but I <laughs> couldn't see him. I was like, Bird. I think, too, it's like, it's hard because I don't even know where I was going with this. Um, shit, I don't know where I was going. <laughs> what was I saying? I don't know i don't know great i lost i don't know I it's track. well either way it's hard because you don't ever want to make someone feel oh if you're not feeling your best and someone says something maybe you're having a bad day and maybe it felt directed at you and it doesn't it wasn't meant to be directed at you but you're taking it personal because sometimes yeah. i take things personal that i know they didn't mean it a certain way but i might yeah, be having sometimes shit just hits you
1: funny yeah and like, I've been guilty of that before. And I'll just oh, yeah. tell people, like, this is not something I would normally be sensitive to. But for whatever reason, what you Girl, just said to me. Girl, we have had that conversation yeah.
0: literally verbatim. Yeah, both of us. Whatever
1: you just said to me, like, that hit just, <laughs> yeah, hit me sideways. <laughs> yes. And I'm, like, yes. I'm bothered by it. Yes.
0: We have had that conversation about, ra- like, random shit that we never would have thought would have bothered the other one. Right. Literally. And that's okay.
1: Yeah. It happens. I Yeah. I, I'm kind of curious what their, like, normal sister dynamic is, though. Because yeah. sister relationships are so... Like, personal?
0: Well, sister relationships can get, like, real deep real
1: quick. So, you know, she might be... So, you know, if they didn't have a great relationship in the first place, then Mm -hmm. maybe I could see the sister being, like, ultra sensitive about that. Yeah. Or maybe something, like, their weight issue was something that they, like, a common bond that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise so they could kind of commiserate together and then she feels like abandoned yeah you know who knows it could be so many things but you're not the asshole but I would definitely be cons be mindful of your sister's feelings and find out exactly what what, what, right what it is specifically that she's feeling you're doing even if it's probably nothing but just but Have it'll make it feel, with yeah, her. It'll, it'll make it
0: feel like you care if you, like, ask her. Exactly. And that way it's not like, sorry, I'm just living my best life and you're not, like, yeah, yeah just too ask. bad. Oh, Man. All right, well, that's it. I feel great. I feel like I really unloaded this episode. We really did. You know, <laughs> we emotional covered, purge. well, we covered a lot, like, a lot of bases. I mean, this is a long episode. Y'all can't say we didn't give you a long one. No, it's like an hour and a half. It's really long. <sighs> Damn. Oh, yeah.
1: All right. Well, on that note, uh, thank you always for listening to Swiping Up. Uh, you can sc- subscribe,
0: on- <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
1: subscribe on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all the places wherever you, you get them.
0: And uh, by the way, we got so many messages last week about it not uploading to Spotify, but sometimes it's delayed. They hate us sometimes. All the platforms are different, but just keep checking back. Multiple people last week were in our DMs. They're like, it's not showing up on Spotify. And some people listen on Apple Podcasts, but just sometimes you have to give it a little bit of time because maybe they're, maybe they took the day off. I don't know. know. Maybe. Also, I think it depends. Like, I know Spotify can take a
1: couple hours. I usually set it to upload about 7 a.m., but maybe I'll try it a little earlier. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. So we'd love for week. you to subscribe, all the places, rate us five stars, leave us some words of affirmation. Uh, don't forget to call or text into the hotline for advice or am I the assholes,
0: 919-867-6776. And that's all, folks. Have a good Tuesday. Have a good week. Man, final. Think. It just feels so final today. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. So I let you
1: think I'm